Hello everyone, welcome back to The Coffee Pod. I'm Abby. And I'm Allie, and we hope you all have had a good week. Mm -hmm. It has been freezing. Yeah, and for us, we just started our first week of classes back. We did, we did. That was something, because the first two days, uh, well, the first First three days were online, so. Mm Yeah, I realized, I remembered how much I, I hate um, Zoom classes. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's hard to stay focused. Yeah, I hate being in my in my dorm, like, yeah. doing stuff, like, trying to, like, focus, like, mm-hmm. exactly, like, I can't, it's just hard. I get, I get so distracted. Yeah, yeah, same. <laughs> um, but, yeah, the first two days of in-person were a lot for me, because I yeah. had three classes in person last year and I had two online so now I have all of them Mm -hmm. in person and it was I was exhausted on Friday but it felt good same yeah I had what did I have Thursday I had two in-person classes Mm -hmm. and Tuesday Thursday classes like most I think most colleges are an hour and 15 minutes and for some reason it feels feels like three hours like two classes back to back I'm like the difference in 50 minutes versus an hour and 15 is so big it seems like it's not a lot but it's it's a lot yeah um (laughs) I so Tuesday I was or not Tuesday, Thursday, when mm-hmm. we had our first in-person. I was, like, fine, because I had two classes back-to-back. Um, so it wasn't, like, too bad. Mm-hmm. And then when, or not Wednesday, oh Friday. Gosh, Friday, duh. Um, Friday, I had three classes back-to-back, and you had three classes too, right? Yes. Yeah, and that was a lot. It was a lot I because my 10 a.m. was in-person, and then I had a 12 o'clock online, and then I had a 2 p.m. in-person, so I was, like, going back and forth yeah, but with my weird. dorm and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, mine was three classes back-to-back, so it was 11 to 11.50, 12 mm-hmm. to 12.50, 1 to 1.50. That's a lot. I mean, and it's I nice had, to get them out of the way. Yeah, it, it is nice, and, and it's in, in the, the same buildings, and it's all, like, nice. so I'm like, okay, it's the same, like, Yeah, it's stuff. not too bad. And then I had work right after, so that yeah. was, <laughs> it was a lot, but we were talking about this, it was, it's so nice to be, like, busier. It is, yeah. Like, because then once you get in bed at night, it's like, ah, like, I did so Yeah, and stuff. I'm trying to spend, like, as less time in my room as I can yeah um just so that this can be like a relaxing place and I'm Mm -hmm. not because I feel like when I'm in my room all day it's hard for me to go to bed because I've been in here so much and like obviously today we can't go out inside and do stuff because of the snow yeah because I think we have like two three inches already and it's still coming down it's so bad and like it's kind of pretty right now. I can't lie. I hate snow and like it's, it's nice from inside. Kind of pretty, yeah, yeah. No, literally. it's really pretty. We were walking back. We like went to go get breakfast this morning and it was like flurring a little bit. And then we oh. were walking back and it's just like coming down. <laughs> These so huge flakes so coming down. Hard. Yeah. yeah, it um, it's pretty. And yeah. we don't have to be anywhere. And tomorrow it's nice. we have class off since it's MLK Day. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's nice little nice. three day weekend. I know. Um, but we just submitted our first articles for the uh, school paper, <gasps> yes. which is really exciting. If you guys didn't know, we um, are taking like a practicum. Yeah, and we're both year. minoring in journalism. Yeah, we're taking a practicum where we write for the school paper. So it's like kind of like an almost like an internship experience. Um, yeah, which is yeah. really, really cool. It's really nice. Um, and we both were writing for this next mm-hmm. Thursday's release and super exciting we just submitted our stuff and mm-hmm. oh my gosh got such good feedback it's so too. fun yeah like I love it and like yeah. we get to like interview people and like we feel like reporters like I was like DMing people and asking if mm-hmm. they wanted to be in it and everything and it's it's a really cool experience and I'm really glad that the school offers that 
it's awesome, especially since we both are kind of interested in like the journalism and reporting career. and stuff. Yeah. And you're in news right now. And uh, I'm news journalism. Yeah, right. And I'm an investigative. Yeah, and those are two separate classes that we're taking that mm-hmm. apply to the major. So yeah, very exciting. Super very fun. Exciting. Yeah. Um, what and what you, are? Oh, oh. I was going to ask what you wrote about. Um, <laughs> I wrote about um, this new club on campus that I'm actually um, really excited to be a part of too. Um, it's the Girl Gains Club. So mm-hmm. it's like where um, we kind of like have we have bi-weekly meetings and we meet and talk about like health and like fitness and like body positivity and like even like lifting and form and stuff, which is something that I've definitely been looking for. Um, like it, since we've started college since mm-hmm. within the past like year and a half, I've kind of gotten into like lifting and working out and stuff. And being and healthy. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm super excited. Our first, I guess, formal meeting is Tuesday, which is this week. Yeah. Which is very cool. I am so stoked. To yeah, be I definitely want to check it out too. And reporting on it too was so fun. Cause it's something that I was like kind of mm-hmm. passionate and about. And all the girls are really nice. They are. Oh my gosh. I love them. They're so sweet. Yeah. Um, so I'm super excited to make new friends and mm-hmm. it's a good way to get involved exactly. and meet people and have something to do. Too. Exactly. It's super exciting. And yeah. I've loved writing about it. So very yeah. fun. And I wrote about the podcast because I feel like it's not only going to kind of get us a little, you know, out there, but I think it'd be interesting for people to hear because I would have loved to like read an article about this from like a, another student on mm-hmm. how they, mm-hmm. you know, are starting the podcast, what jump started them into it, the software they're using, how they're editing, how they're uh, recording, yeah. what they're talking about, like how they kind of found their niche. I feel like we've yeah. found our niche, which is really important. Definitely. Um, so yeah, I am very excited. And everyone I interviewed was so nice, mm-hmm. so supportive. Know, so, so yeah, sweet. I'm and really excited. Actually, I think it's interesting. It wasn't even your idea to write about it. So yeah. we have to like for the section that we're writing for kind which of submit is the ideas. life section we have to like yeah come up with mm-hmm. ideas and, and at first them. I was like I'd love to write about it but I don't know if it'd be like weird kind of writing so about like even, my own thing you didn't thing. even mention it yeah and, and then the editor was like what if you wrote about this and I was like I would love yeah, to like so, why not and she was mm-hmm. so sweet about it and Aww. I'm very excited for it to be published it'll be really cool to have like our names there I know I'm so excited it's crazy my mom's like you gotta get like four copies like yeah, I know my, my parents are like that too uh-huh. Brian yeah it's super fun it's so fun yeah and I think we're starting Chi Alpha next week yeah that's like our um it's like a campus ministry mm-hmm. um like where we have bible studies and I like just it. hangouts and stuff yeah it's a really good um, community yeah we found out about it through our friend Chloe shout mm-hmm. out shout out Chloe <laughs> love Chloe um but yeah I'm very excited for that that'll be very fun yeah. I think it's it's cool to have like a club where like it's something like like our faith where like we can talk to people about mm-hmm. that and like have yeah like, and people who are kind of in the same boat and understand and yeah there's no judgment there which is really I know. awesome we were, that's what I was looking for personally because I know that a lot of like campus ministry groups get kind of a bad bad rap which like mm-hmm. a little clicky so. like, and well it can yeah. be that way and then there can be some beliefs that I don't necessarily agree with align with that yeah I, like, and, and, I, and what's nice with Chi Alpha is if 
I feel like everyone kind of has the same beliefs, but maybe like some of them like are just a little different, but there's no like judgment in it. Exactly. And if you kind of think differently on interpreting things, there's no like, yeah. oh my gosh, like how could you think that? Yeah. It's a very like open Accepting. space. Yeah. So I know. Very, I love it. I and love our leader it. too. She's the sweetest. Oh, she's, so she's like sweet. a second mom. I know. Love her. Um, so we're very excited about that. Yeah. And we have been <laughs> weekly bachelor nights. Yep. On Monday. Yeah. Super fun. And we just mm-hmm. did with the bunch of our friends tori bennett cole natalie yeah georgia nancy like i know such a good group good group of people and it's nice to kind of unwind and talk about something other than schoolwork Mm -hmm. and stuff and de-stress and it's it's such a good time yeah i i found that it's so important to find those like outlets where like you're not like like I'm saying like so much sorry about that (laughs) i would do like a like countdown but (laughs) um i like having those outlets where we can focus on things other than school exactly yeah because it's so easy to be like oh like i should be working on homework right now but like relieving that stress with things that like is that are yeah like genuinely enjoyable yeah and it's nice to have that routine of like oh every monday like yeah i think we're gonna have to switch with chi alpha like between chi alpha and bachelor because they're at the same time i know it's nice to have a routine of like we get to see these people and like catch up with them and they're they're so fun and it's a good time i love them and then yeah, we want to bring them on like an episode to like talk about. Yeah, we want to have like a like a bachelor deep, maybe like the end of the season. No, we yeah. kind of talk about like that what way. There's happened. no like spoilers or anything. Yeah, yeah, that would um, be so fun. I know we've both been getting into books a lot yes. this year. I think yes. we both have pretty high goals for. Mm-hmm. I want to read fifty books. And I want to read a hundred. So I've already read going four for you. So I think I can get up there, maybe more if I. I have so many to read. Like I'll definitely hit it if I try yeah um but i just finished um <laughs> i'm not even gonna say the book that i finished recently <laughs> no please do <laughs> no <laughs> no no i'm not i but i was reading like a thousand boy kisses i read some of the off-campus series <laughs> and um like a small town romance so it's I love it. It kind of lets me dive into a different world yeah. and everything. And you're reading Seven Husbands. Yeah, I'm reading Seven Husbands Such of Evelyn a good Hugo. Book, and honestly, I, I was kind of like, I, I've heard that it's like a life, like it's such a good book. And it, like it is. people like love it and are raving about it. But yeah. I was like, it's kind of like set in like the 1950s ish mm-hmm. era. And so at first I was like, oh, like I don't love like that kind of historical vibe. Yeah. But oh my gosh. It's juicy. The way the author like, ropes you in is mm-hmm. insane and you're at the part where like now like, it's just it's downhill like I, it's not downhill in a bad like, way but like you get it, you so just fly into, through it yeah yeah so i'm very excited to finish that because i've been wanting to, i've been dying to read that forever it's so good. what else um i want to read oh reminders of him by calling yeah and you just read november days. 9 too i did yeah finally i've been trying to get you to read that for november so 9. long <laughs> november it's 9, so good an ugly love but i feel like you kind of have to read the books like you don't want someone to tell you to read the books because then you're not going to want to read it really and you kind of read november 9 on your own you just yeah. kind of picked it up mm-hmm. i'm like ali nice. read it read it's it read hard it. it's hard now that because i read like six books over break mm-hmm. and um it's hard now because like homework and stuff and like social stuff yeah exactly so like I'm definitely not gonna like force myself because I I feel like if I force myself to read I'm gonna start like hating it Mm -hmm. and like like dreading it so I'm gonna read definitely when I'm like um when When I have free time exactly and I want to make sure that I'm like prioritizing school and stuff so we'll see what happens like I'm gonna try and read Verity tonight and knock that out after homework yeah Verity oh my god I'm like kind of a quarter of the way so it's so good yeah 
uh, 10 out of 10 right that's one of my favorite colleen hoover books honestly one of my favorite all-time books it's so see good. mine's regretting you that one is so oh good. i need to read that yeah. i feel like i feel like it gives me kind of like not gilmore girls vibes but like i see what you're saying but yeah. like yeah, the, yeah i guess the mom and daughter aren't yeah like, you get double the romance love each and other, the men in that book are just some of them are really good so i'm so maybe excited not. i'm so excited i'm gonna read that after seven husbands for good. sure that one i flew through yeah i also what else Heartbones. There's just so many. I know. <laughs> I <laughs> We're need like, to read like Addicted to You and yeah. the X Talk and mm-hmm. and that's like Love Hypothesis. Is Love great. Hypothesis. I read Stop. I read that over a break. It was so yeah. Um, but yeah, I kind of like what I was talking about before adjusting because over break I had so much time to like read and like mm-hmm. now I feel like I'm kind of trying to get into a groove with classes and stuff. Yeah. And, like, I personally am trying to go to the gym more just to like. Um, we went yesterday we and did. it felt I'm really good. I'm so sore. I haven't worked out since I was at home, so it's been like over a week. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so I was like, it was kind of a shock. I did like a leg day. So Just a week? Well, no, it's been like a week and a half. But like after like <laughs> a week. like no, three no, no. months for but, me. Like, <laughs> After like a week and a half, it's like I know it's, all you're like. Well, you don't think that that times a lot to no, change, but, but it is. It's the same thing with I did cross country in high school, and like if you went like more than like three days without running, you you mm, get so true. sore. It's like because you it's build routine. you build up this tolerance the to stamina, get not getting yeah. sore. 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 Oh so, my god. Sore. <laughs> not getting sore. Sorry, I'm just so passionate about this, guys. <laughs> and then when you stop, it's like. Your body's like, whoa, like, yeah, what are you like, doing? Whoa, 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 whoa. Like, let's get back into it. It's like, no, 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 yeah. no, no. Um, <laughs> it's like, but no. then I want to talk about a little last thing before we get into what we're talking about. But I am in public speaking. We did an exercise where our teacher, our professor had us think 10 years in the future, close our eyes and write down the, like the picture that we saw, the first thing that came to mind. And I did it, you did it. And it's yeah. like, she it's made insane. me do it, dude. I was, was so excited. Loved it. You yeah. Loved it. it was so exciting. It was yeah. so cool. Like I wrote down like having two kids and maybe a third on the way, mm-hmm. a couple dogs living in Tennessee, right outside of Nashville, <sighs> kind of, uh, being a journalist from home so I can be with my kids but traveling to like New York and writing my own books hopefully own memoir like just being there for my kids watching them grow up and yeah I really hope that that happens I know I'll we re- have the power to make it happen I know it's so cool because what I really liked is that like usually when people are like oh well like what do you want to do when you get out of college and like what do you want to do when you get out of grad school if you decide to go it's like you always for me like a flip switches where i'm like okay realistic well and also like i don't really have the time to think about it because i kind of just spit it out right there and then in this class like she was like take like 30 seconds to a minute and really think about Mm -hmm. what you want to see yourself as and i also really like how like it kind of because for me it's like I also am very wishy-washy with what I do when I tell people about it like on the spot like I'm like well maybe I want to do this but I'm not sure and I've realized it's because I'm like not insecure about it but like not as confident exactly because I I, I lose that confidence so when I have that time to like reflect on it and like think about it it's like oh my gosh so I'll go ahead and read what I wrote um for my I literally just did it like yeah right before before we started but I said that I see myself with my husband in a medium-sized house with a huge backyard um and a big wraparound porch I wanted to be very specific with the Mm -hmm. living situation because I love thinking about like houses yeah (laughs) um and then I was like I have two dogs and two cats and two kids um I'm a successful therapist with my own practice and then I also write on the side whether that be like for magazines or like Mm -hmm. my own books or whatever 
Um, and then I always end the night with a glass of wine on my porch with my cat. So cool. And I love getting specific so cool. like that. It makes me so excited. Because it's kind of like the way she had us do it was it's not wasn't manifesting, but it was kind of like be like in 10 years I will be married yeah, I will have kids goals. and and it's yeah it kind of shifts your mindset of like okay like I need to start working towards that because like in 10 years at first I wrote have four kids I was like wait like when I'm 30 I'm not gonna have four yeah. kids which is not I might but that's not really mm-hmm. realistic so she's like you need to get like as realistic as possible but also be as creative as you can and what you really want to yeah. do and I was I, like all right say less I really like that and like I really like the idea I know it's kind of controversial or whatever but I really like the idea of like manifesting personally I like even if it's not like actually true because it's like I don't know some people are like it's magic and I'm like well I don't know about that but for me personally it's like it flips my perspective to being like oh I want that to being like I have that and I have the power to have Mm -hmm. that and that is like so crazy because then you kind of shift your mindset and you're like this is what I'm working towards Mm -hmm. because I do really poorly when I don't have something I'm like reaching for yeah and and I think also if you write like oh I hope to do this I hope to do that like no you need to say I will will. be doing this I will be doing that and like who knows maybe we'll still be doing the podcast exactly or or like something with social media like who knows it's so cool and um that's what I was kind of like in high school and stuff it was really hard for me personally to be like I mean, I was like a good student, but it was hard for me to be super motivated Mm -hmm. because I didn't really have like a dream school. I didn't really have like a dream job or major. I just was like, okay, I'm going to take hard classes because that's what everybody's doing. And it didn't really serve me that well because I wasn't motivated. But now I feel like in college, it's like you have a degree you're working towards and having this extra like idea of like what I will be and you're doing finally in classes that you so want cool. to be in you're exactly. interested in like exactly. I'm taking pretty much all of my classes for my major you are besides one it's elective so cool. and you're in all I'm in uh, all majors. psych and journalism yeah classes, which, which is, is awesome so cool I love my psych classes that's off topic but yeah it's it's awesome yeah and um that, I definitely recommend doing that exercise like yes 30 seconds right yeah and like then, pause this right now and do that yeah and come back to us mm-hmm. and yeah um, but out of the like update section, um, today we're going to kind of go into detail about therapy, mental health, mm-hmm. anxiety, depression, um, and you want to talk about like cognitive disorders, boundaries, yeah, cognitive theory, cognitive distortions. There's like stuff I've learned in therapy, which yeah, I think is so really awesome. we're going to kind of shift into that. Um, so I guess to start off, when did you, we're both in therapy and yeah. when did you start Um, I started, I think, either March or April of 2020, which is (laughs) 2020, the year of therapy. That's like when I started. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Dang, that's awesome. Um, But yeah, I started because I think I've gone into this in other episodes, but that was kind of when I was like... um, I don't know. I was just starting to like figure things out about myself and it was like I was in a very good like mental space and so it was really important for me to have that kind of outlet and one day I just talked to my mom and I was like hey girly and someone outside your family yeah I was like hey like can I do this and thankfully my family is super understanding and like accepting of like getting help when you need it and so um I talked to her about it and she was like totally like that's 100% okay she sent me up with someone I've 
had my therapist ever since. I love yeah, her to death. One. Yeah, um, I love her so much. She is my ride or die mm-hmm. <laughs> when it comes to like mental health and stuff. Um, and yeah, I truly think most of what I've like learned and like the self exploration that I've been through is because of therapy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I started around the same time. And at first, I didn't really talk in therapy because I was just like, I don't need this. Like. I was kind of in denial in that stage and like, oh, I'm fine. I don't need that help, blah, blah, blah. Um, But then I kind of saw her every week and then every month. And then I stopped seeing her around like last February. And I just saw her again today and starting back up because just a lot going on. And, you know, there's no harm in bettering yourself and taking that step. Um, And it was really, really good. I learned a lot today. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, I, it's, it it can be hard to start because I feel like there is such a like stigma around it where it's like, oh, like if you are seeing a therapist, like you can't do something on your own. Yeah. And thankfully I've never really like been exposed or like been felt that way. Like I've always been like, if I need this, then I need this. Mm -hmm. Like it's not something that I'm like ashamed of or anything. Have Mm -hmm. you ever felt that way? Kind of like where, um, just like. A lot of stigma around like oh if you go to therapy like you are crazy you can't really like you don't need to go like what's wrong with you blah, 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 like all that stuff but like you can go to therapy for literally anything mm-hmm. anything and like today I mainly just talked about like friendships and stuff that I've been dealing with stuff that like I need to let go of but I don't know how to do it myself and like mm-hmm. I don't like um, I have kind of an issue with feeling like a burden to people and I don't want to bother my parents or my friends about stuff that I'm going mm-hmm. through just because everyone has their own lives and like I don't need to just like have not have them babysit but like like I don't know I feel like I don't know what I'm trying to say like I I feel like sometimes I just need to help myself yeah. but at some point I can't mm-hmm. and I need that extra push mm-hmm. um so yeah. yeah that's I think it's it's important to to think about it in a way that's not like Oh, like I'm weak because I'm exactly. I think it's a lot stronger to like recognize that yeah. there's something wrong and to get help. Yeah, and I like, and if you're still like hanging on to something and you just kind of want to talk it through, like there's no harm in that. Like it's gonna take time to heal from some things, and if you need an outside perspective to help you out through that, I don't see the harm in it. There's no shame. No, no shame at all. And and sometimes and my talks with my girl are different. Sometimes they're on anxiety. Sometimes they're on depression. Sometimes they're on literally literally yeah. anything like today I, was just friendships we didn't really talk about anxiety or depression yeah. that much so i talk about literally everything like i'll update i i was like oh girl everything. we haven't talked in a year and a lot has gone on and she's like tell me all of it tell me I'm about like, it okay no, literally it's it's so nice and like for me too like i'm very interested in like becoming a therapist mm-hmm. and so like having You're this learning kind of her. like exposure is yeah. really really cool because it's like what I learned it's so cool it's like a whole cycle because like even therapists have their own therapists and then they have their own and so yeah. it's like you really don't like like realize how like important it is mm-hmm. and like how like I don't know when you I feel like I've made this reference before but like when you break a bone you go to the doctor in the same way like if you're emotionally needing help and like yeah. mentally like obviously I, I don't I really don't understand the stigma around it if I'm being honest yeah I know it can be a financial issue sometimes so, yeah. it is, is expensive yeah. but 
if it's going to help someone, then like they're paid to listen to your problems and to help you. That is their job. Mm-hmm. And so there's no like, yeah, like you never have to feel like you're burdening anyone. Like mm-hmm. it's just, yeah. It's like and a, if you say like, well, I want to go to therapy, like you don't got to question it. Just be like, okay, like that's fine. okay. If you want to go, that's totally yeah. fine. You don't have to be like, why are you going? You don't need to go. Like you have no reason to feel all these things and everything. Yeah. So it's a personal, it's very personal to, to like each individual Mm -hmm. and I think that's important to recognize too like you don't owe anyone any explanation definitely yeah and it's it's hard to kind of like facing the facts with like like my therapist is honest with me and Mm -hmm. that's what I want her to be I want her to tell me if I'm doing something wrong if I'm doing something right if I should change something I'm doing like how I should approach stuff Mm -hmm. and it's it's hard like it's hard hearing that and hearing mm-hmm. the truth, but that's what's gonna that's what's bettered me. So Well, and also like they tell you the truth, but you you get to hear the truth, but like also you get to hear that like you, there are ways healthy ways to handle situations. And they want the best for you. So they're they're not going to beat around the bush and yeah. just tell you what you want to hear. They want you to get better. That's the goal mm-hmm. of therapy. So they're going to tell you like sometimes my therapist is like Abby, like you can't do this. You need to do this. I'm like, "Okay, yeah. Tell me more. Exactly. Like how, how do I, I do how do this? I fix this? How do I do this? Because exactly. everyone, you're not perfect, and you're not gonna have everything figured out yourself. And so having that person there to kind of put you in your place mm. and help you grow in the best way is super important. Yeah, definitely. And like I think we also wanted to touch on that. Like sometimes therapy isn't necessarily enough, and sometimes yeah. you um, need some medication. Yeah, medication, which yeah. is also very there's a stigma when you say if you say like oh I'm on antidepressants mm-hmm. people are like you're crazy yeah I've had like good experience with that I've never felt I've never felt weird like about that. it either yeah. I mean there were definitely times I felt more like do I actually need this like am yeah. I am I like sick not yeah. sick but like am I Weak. I guess sick enough to like need, to need this. it yeah because I feel like I don't know when yeah. you're in like your my head, parents came up with it they were like okay like we need to go to the doctor like mm-hmm. think about going on some medication like we want this free we want you to get better but I think yeah. that you're because I first I was like oh, I don't want to go on medication like because it's like it's when scary. you go on antidepressants and anti-anxiety medication like you don't know how your body's going to react and I yeah. tried one and I didn't well, like it didn't help me and so then I was like I don't want to do this again yeah. like what's going to happen is it going to make me worse mm-hmm. especially when like you already are like an anxious person. It's like oh, yeah. you can be so worried about the side effects and it's stuff. Placebo, I totally. It's placebo really effect. You make it. yourself way more worried, and like, and obviously, like, it's gonna take time to adjust mm-hmm. to medicine. It took me a couple months, mm-hmm. and I've been on Lexpro for almost two years, and I think yeah, you've been on I the year. Been on so long. Um, I started December twenty twenty. Or January 2021, and so it's been it's been a, a year. year. Yay! And it's really helped, right? Oh yeah. yeah. After Mine's the two months, too. I literally was like, things. I felt like, on cloud nine. Things. Not even that. It's just like uh, things were not that big a deal anymore. Yeah. Like I was. Uh, it wasn't cloud nine of like being like, oh, I'm so high. Like I'm no. not thinking of anything. Like just <laughs> like, like being happy and not having to force yeah. it and force like, I'm not anxious. Like the jitters went away and exactly. And obviously, like you're gonna have days where you, it's not gonna help every single day. No, you definitely have, still have bad days. Yeah. Like, like I know when, when we're life. about to be on our period, we both get really like anxious <laughs> yeah. and sad, and but that's yeah. normal. That's completely normal. Yeah. And like. It just makes you, it, it honestly, 
makes it made me feel human again because oh. I there was a part there was a time where I would just like cry every day and like Aww. I would have like the anxiety attacks and yeah, stuff like that and like fun. no not at all and so like having that as a tool and being able to like then implement things that I learned in therapy effectively oh yeah after like because I feel like in my mind the medication kind of like once you're it's in your system it is a tool because it helps you kind of slow things down and start applying the things that like you've learned in therapy I guess what I just said Mm -hmm. but like it's not like a fix-all thing it kind of because before guiding you yeah before I was on it it's like my mind was just racing and I Mm -hmm. didn't even have time to like think about like what can I put what can I apply in this situation that's like like, why being busy is so important because you you just you're not even thinking about that stuff Mm -hmm. and like so once that was like there I was like okay like I can now slow down and think things through the only stigma I've heard and seen around medication is when I was starting all of this I had just gotten really into God and my faith and a lot of the Christian community looks at medication as like well like God's supposed to be your medicine like Mm -hmm. he's supposed to be helping Mm -hmm. you and guiding you and like yeah but like he can't do everything and well, like, God made medication. Exactly. He made doctors. He made, he made doctors. therapists. Exactly. He made, yeah, the medicine. So, like, and he doesn't fix every single problem no. that I have. He just doesn't. No. And that's that's okay. He's like, Abby, like, go on the medication. That's life. It's, it's fine. That's life. Yeah. I, like, I I truly don't, ugh. Like, I don't even I don't even like, I don't like that. It really, it really bothers me. me. Yeah. I... That's why when it comes to my mental health, I just can't really look at, like... I mean, obviously, I can rely on, like, my faith, but I just can't look to, like, the Christian community. No. Unless it's, like, people that kind of understand. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, I can't look at that stuff about, like, mental health or anything. And, like... Mm -hmm. Ugh, man, I can't even get into it. That we'll have a whole whole other episode episode on faith and everything. Yeah, how faith... Our thoughts, yeah. Um, But... Yeah, I I totally get that. Like, for me, I think the stigma was more like, I'm not sick enough to be taking this. Like, I shouldn't be. But you know what's crazy is once I started getting on medication, I realized how many people in my life are are on on it. it. Oh, my gosh, yeah. I swear more than half my friends are on Literally, when I started Lexapro, my friends were like, yeah, I'm on Prozac, I'm on Zoloft. And I was like, wait, what? What? You're on it, too? Because it's not really talked about, but, like, it also made me feel a little better. Like, oh, I'm not the only person. And it's Mm -hmm. so common with teenagers in this generation. It's really sad. it's, that it's, it's, sad, that it's, it's so I think it's good that we finally have the tools yeah. to like because I think honestly like obviously we have different challenges now than we did ever before but you know before we didn't have this mm-hmm. kind of tool to like help us so I think it's awesome that people are getting the help they need because these this level of issues I feel like was always present I mean obviously don't quote me on that like I have no idea but like in my eyes like people have always had like mental health issues it just is just now getting normalized to a point mm-hmm. where like people can be like I need this and yeah. it's accepted I've seen a lot that people are saying like oh this is becoming such a trend now everyone has anxiety or like it's if you not. say you have anxiety it's like so no common. you don't like there's all kinds of different forms of anxiety exactly. it doesn't have to be just you having panic attacks like 
oh my gosh, I I was anxious in one of my classes last week. And what I do is like, I chew like the inside of my lip and yeah. that is really bad. And it really hurts after, yeah. but I don't even think about it. Girl, you already it. know, I be chewing on my cuticles all the oh, time. I it's hate it. Little, it's so it's no. peppy, but I can't stop. I know, and I, I know that. <laughs> yeah, but um, it's... <laughs> I'm like, Allie, stop it. She's like, stop, I know, sorry. I was doing it the other night. Yeah, but I know you like, can't help it. <laughs> yeah, but you're on my um, bed. I was like, do not get the, on my bed. I know. But I know you can't help it yeah. it's okay it's just like a it's a bad habit yeah. but I also think like to counteract that kind of like idea and philosophy I think it's also important not to like self-diagnose mm-hmm. because that can be so tempting and so tricky and, and don't like, self-diagnose other people as well mm, we can get into a whole nother episode <laughs> that's just that. not healthy it is toxic it is yeah. extremely degrading to people who are actually it is diagnosed. immature it's unnecessary exactly and that goes for like everybody you know like even it's it's so easy to like fall into that trap of diagnosing yourself or being like oh my roommate is this or like yeah you know it's so stupid Mm -hmm. and if you if if anyone thinks that they might have an issue always consult with a doctor professional yeah do not never go on tiktok honestly get off of tiktok if TikTok's telling you that you're bipolar and you've never like ever thought about it, then do not do not or even, even like. Oh, there's like this trend now where people are like symptoms of autism, and it's like saying what? that like yeah, it's like if you hyperfixate on things and like people are like oh like I love Taylor Swift like I think that's a hyperfixation I have oh, autism my. and I'm like that's that I've never heard of that that dude, is ridiculous yeah it's like when my hyperfixation I'm like do you even know what that's hyperfixation actually, is that's like I'm not terrible. I just think it's so important to wow to not like because that that just definitely like degrades and devalues that's people terrible. who actually have yeah. those issues and like also it's so unhealthy for you yeah. to do and like yeah. it adds a whole nother level of unnecessary anxiety yeah so if you ever think you have any issues and like anyone thinks they have go to any a doctor issues, professional yeah, always go to a doctor or your parents exactly. and they can help you lead they can lead you to a doctor and everything yeah i think that's like really i know and i know like we we joke about like depression and like anxiety and stuff but like we like it's different with the two of us because we know that we're kidding and since we both have it it's just yeah. kind of it's well, just kind of humor i think the idea of people being like a bit it's like it's like honestly it's like when i <laughs> i don't even know if i can say this but whatever it's like when i make fun of conservatives for being like stupid lips like snowflakes <laughs> and i'll say that and it's like obviously i'm like joking it's the same thing with it it's like it's just my anxiety yeah. so, like it's funny it's it funny is. to me but <laughs> Yeah, it's just, yeah, because like I feel like I've kept that with the two of us because we understand it, but with like yeah. other people, I would who, never say that to other somebody people who like, try to get it and try to do it too. I'm just like, especially no. well, if they if they don't deal with the issues, then I'm kind of like, ooh, that's awkward. Yeah. But um, or like they don't get it. I yeah, I just think it's <laughs> that went like off on a tangent. <laughs> people are like, Ali, um, what? <laughs> I made a TikTok about it, and I was like, "Stupid lips! Like, I'm not getting this stupid facts." So it's so funny. I've gotten the jab, and it's- you have to have like you and like it's you like you have to have a certain like not certain humor for it, but like kind of understand you and understand like yeah. you're and the honestly, complete opposite. Yeah. <laughs> and um, what was I gonna say? Um, oh, I was gonna say something, but I forgot. You can think about it while brain. we kind of talk about like how. I've seen my mental health issues kind of affect relationships in the oh, past, yeah. friendships, relationships. That's where mine comes from. Yeah. That's where mine stems from is like relationships and like also like like feeling 
I don't know. I definitely, most of my anxiety comes around, like, my, my relationships yeah. and stuff. Yeah, like, I don't have a fear of abandonment, because I've never been abandoned, but I have a fear of, like, putting so much trust and energy into people for that to then go away, and so then that makes me really anxious, and that makes me not want to kind of trust people and kind of, not spill my heart, but, like, I don't know, explain, like... How my thoughts, feeling. how where I'm coming from, how yeah. I'm feeling. And that's a that's where a lot of and I get really upset when that is not met. Yeah. When your expectations aren't when like you expect them to respond to when you expect there to be a response, like mm-hmm. that's a certain way, but it's not. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that too. And like honestly, I think um with relationships it just makes me very worried. Um just like I don't know most of my worries come from like oh my god are they mad at me like I swear that is one of the biggest things I've been working on in like therapy and stuff Mm -hmm. is like being like like because I would always be like are people mad at me it's like somebody would like overthink it somebody would not put an exclamation point in like a text and Mm -hmm. I would fixate on that I'd be like are they mad at me yeah you can't (laughs) do that yeah Yeah. exactly and like I realized how detrimental that was to my like mental health and like I've thankfully been able to work on that and I am so much better now. And like, there's still moments where I'm like, I think about it and I'm like, oh no. Mm-hmm. But like, for the most part, I, it's crazy. It's crazy. Cause like, ugh, I'll just go into like, kind of what I've learned in therapy and stuff too. Yeah, I have um, my notes open. Yeah, literally. Um, um, sorry, you can go. Oh, <laughs> we were like, um, While you're finding it, I can go really quickly. Um, something that I have troubles with also is I, have been betrayed and kind of left behind and not only friendships but also relationships and you kind of pour your heart to someone and you know you tell them like every detail about your life and then when they use that against you and they kind of like just laugh it off like that really hurts and so then that kind of makes me really closed off in the future and I'm trying to work on that because that's not fair of like we've said this before like don't bleed over people who haven't hurt you and if someone has never done anything that makes you lose trust in them then you should not be holding back and you know holding that against them yeah Yeah. because that's not they did not do that and you shouldn't be letting like the I've also had trouble with like letting go of things and I'm trying to work on that and like doing that in the healthiest way I can Mm -hmm. to not hurt myself any longer yeah to not hurt yourself and to hurt other people in front of you yeah yeah um something that I've learned especially really um like soon into therapy as I started was like about cognitive distortions and like so there's different like kinds of ways where like you have irrational thoughts and you don't realize they're irrational in the moment because that's just the way your brain is like wired to Mm -hmm. think so I'll just name like a few like there's magnification and um, minimization where it's like you're either like exaggerating um, or minimizing the importance of like events so you can be like oh like if you're uh, like um, magnifying them like if something happens and like let's say your friend doesn't text you back or something you're like oh they hate me like this and that mm-hmm. and like, like don't, don't they're like, jump to oh, conclusions yeah exactly yeah. and there's a whole other one where it's like that kind of stuff and then minimization where like if somebody does something to like really hurt you or like something bad happens you're like well it's not that big a deal it can't be that big a deal I don't know why I'm feeling this like way like in denial mm-hmm. yeah and then there's catastrophizing where it's like seeing only the worst possible outcomes of a situation there's overgeneralization where it's like, um, I felt awkward during my job interview. I am always so awkward. And it's yeah. just like generalizing yourself and stuff. So going through those and like 
thinking about them. And I definitely, like, everyone has them. Like, it, mm-hmm. it doesn't even have to be, like, oh, like, I'm diagnosed with anxiety. Everybody at some point has cognitive distortions. And, like, for me, it was so important to realize that because it kind of normalized what I was going through. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, this is normal. This is what I'm doing. Chill out. Like, this something, is how... <laughs> something that I noticed that you do really well on is you don't... Re- you try your best not to react in the moment because you know that your emotions are high. You've taught me this. Like, when your emotions are high and you're upset about something, like, do not respond until you've kind of cooled down and let things sit for a little bit and then yeah. rethink it and and go about it. That's... Which is... I, I'm really glad that I've learned that from you and you do that oh, really well. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I just... I feel like it's not only helpful to, like, people that, like, I'm close with, but, like, it's also important for me because then I feel so much guilt after. Mm-hmm. And so having that, like, you owe yourself that time yeah. to, like, calm down and to think things through and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So that's what I've kind of learned, but that's so sweet, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I really like that and Aww. I've taken that with me. Thank you, yeah, oh it's my really gosh. important. See, we learn so much from each other yeah, about we this do. stuff. Like, I've learned so much from you, it's it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another thing that I've learned a lot about is like boundaries, and that applies. Set those in place. Yeah, <laughs> with relationships, I regret not doing that in the beginning. And, when, and if you let it sit, even if you let it sit for too long and you think it's too late, mm-hmm. just try, just try it. it. Really, I regret not doing that. I know, that's one of the things that like, is so important and that's what kind of eases my anxiety with like friendships and like relationships too is like and sometimes I don't do it and sometimes I make mistakes and like that's okay mm-hmm. it happens you learn from them but yeah there's like different types of boundaries there's rigid porous healthy boundaries most people have a mix of them there's different kinds of boundaries so it's like physical boundaries intellectual boundaries emotional sexual material time there's so, so many, many. Oh my gosh. I know and it's so like cool to be able to look at this and be like think like how can I apply this into my relationships to make them healthier Mm -hmm. and I think that's so important so cool and like these are all the different types of things that I've like learned in therapy something I learned today is my therapist didn't didn't even say these exact words but I kind of pieced it together what she was saying (laughs) and for me I feel like I I think my experience with friendships I need to learn and grow from those before I can go into a a relationship because that's going to set me up so well and for um oh my gosh um success in relationships Mm -hmm. if I can work through setting boundaries and friendships talking things through communication because I don't want to jump into a relationship where I could potentially mess that up or make my partner mess up or you know not or have it end yeah. badly, not communicate. And so I feel like, I I thought I'd say, I was like, you know what? I thought I was ready for a relationship, but I am not. I need to work through these issues first. Mm-hmm. And then once I have that done, then I can get myself a boyfriend because I don't want to <laughs> like jump into that yeah, without and- working through those things. Mm-hmm. And, I, and it's going to, It'll just make the relationship so much better. And you have, like, a plan for yourself, and that's something that you want. And that could be for friendships, too. Like, learning from this will help me succeed Mm -hmm. in future friendships as well. Exactly. And, like, that's also something. It's, like, it's so easy to be, like, dang, like, I fucked that up. Or be, like, I messed up. Like, I hate myself. Like, (laughs) all that. And having those crazy, like, irrational thoughts. But, like, when you're able to think it through, like, okay, I learned from this. This is something that I get to take with me into other things. And I never really, because I've seen everyone, like, have, like, boyfriends and, like, they're dating and stuff. And I'm like, well, like, why haven't I done that? Like, am I picky? I haven't haven't been on a date in, like, two years. And I feel like I kind of realized today, like, oh, 
I got to work through some things before I can even think about And that's such a mature, like, conclusion to come to, Mm -hmm. I feel like, because I feel like a lot of people are very, like, in the moment and like it's it's very easy to yeah. do something that's not really healthy for yourself yeah, but the fact like, that you can like think about yeah, that and because like, like if you like that. I want 100% from whoever I'm dating so I need to give 100% as well and if yeah. I'm not there yet then mm-hmm. why even trust about it I love that <laughs> I love that and like what a sad life if all you think about is like dang like I messed up in so many different ways. You know what I mean? I feel like it You can't of, dwell on the past. Exactly. You can't change it's it. It's one of those things where it's like you take from it and you move on. Yeah. And that's But it, it is also things. it is difficult. It's it's way easier said than done. Yeah. It's, oh, of it's course. really It takes a lot of practice. Yeah, and we're both still kind of healing from oh, things yeah. and it's it's not like oh, you're dwelling on the past, like get over it. Like yeah. no, it's not that easy and if it is for you Okay. Like, maybe that's not... I, I mean, and like, everybody has their own ways of coping with things, but I feel yeah. like it's um, it's important to, to recognize that you're yeah. doing the best I you feel can. like it shows your character, too, if you're actively trying to better yourself and, like, work on things. Like, I woke up this morning and I was crying because yeah. I was like... Or I, I started crying and I was like, all right, girl, like, you need to... Like, you have therapy today. Like, you're going to talk through things. You're going to, you know, you're working to better yourself. Mm-hmm. So don't, like wake up crying and like I live alone so it is kind of difficult like oh yeah being in your own space and like that can be really hard and like because I feel like having a roommate like you're you can lean on yeah and I didn't I didn't really have a choice of I guess I could have probably moved in with like someone else but it just wasn't the best option so like I did choose to live alone but I also didn't really have a choice at the same time and so it's kind of hard like yeah yeah I mean it definitely wasn't I, I feel like, in my opinion, seeing the situation, it really wasn't like a like a choice necessarily. It's kind they of just a, kind of put you where where they had space for. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it can be hard with, especially like when you're kind of like alone. Mm-hmm. It can be a lot. Harder I think I've also life. realized though, like. <laughs> I don't like being around people 24 seven. I can't do that. I just, I, my battery drains Same. and I'm like, I, I, I can't do it. And yeah. I, and I thought bad. that yeah. I like in high school, I talked about this in therapy day, but I thought in high school, like I never really had like a really close friend group where I talked to every single day, like did everything together. Yeah. And then I got that and I realized that I don't want that. Yeah. I don't, I don't like having that. I don't think it's healthy for me personally. Exactly. It might be for the other people, but for me it wasn't. And so realizing that, I, because yeah. at first I was like, am I high maintenance? Am I picky? Am I just being like stuck up? Like, no, I just don't like socializing 24 7, and that's okay. And that's okay. I like Everybody, my own, I like my alone time. Exactly. I value it. Exactly. And that's like another thing where it's like, you got to look at like what you want mm-hmm. and not what other people want. Exactly. For you. And I have a problem with letting other people validate me and going off of their opinions what they're thinking I should do and like you gotta listen to yourself Mm -hmm. and obviously taking opinions from people like I still do that but I try not to do it as much yeah because it can it's detrimental to me exactly and like I think also I say this all the time but you gotta be your own best friend and you gotta like learn to love your own learn to love your exactly learn to love your own the things that make you like you I know that sounds that's so crazy but, but like, it's true. Actually, it's true. Like, like, you have to learn to, like, love that the fact that you're, like, an introvert. And you have to learn to love the fact that, I like... I love that I'm an introvert. Yeah, exactly. You got to learn to love that stuff. Like, it's not something where you're, like, ugh, like, I'm such an introvert. It's, like, yeah. oh, like, I get this unique perspective on life, and that's beautiful. Yeah, and, like, I... 
live for my alone time and like reading and writing and mm-hmm. just watching TV. It's all like, that like you love to do. Just even and like going to the store by myself, like just exactly being out the sun, like being alone. Like I just I enjoy my own company. Exactly, it's useless to like dwell on like like be on the things that you can't control. Yeah, and that's something that I'm still learning to do. Like letting go of the things that you can't control and just yeah. learning to so that you can't change. Live with it. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah, and also like something I've learned also in therapy with friendships is like, you know, in college you make friends really really quickly and mm-hmm. you kind of tell everyone like your little secrets and everything mm-hmm. and um, like it can be a full time job with friends in high in college because you're so. You, like you're living with well, them you're doing everything with yeah, them and especially then, just starting out like yeah you, and going from that to then nothing you know if something happens like that's that's difficult and that's going to take a long time to heal from exactly and like like you were saying it's you make friends so fast and but that, that's like oh my god <laughs> that's like such a big deal because like you go into it and you obviously you want to make friends you're going into this new place you're excited and i like, think it's really yeah. easy to be like these are my people for the rest of my life yeah, and make these like no. generalizations and like not really guard your heart and yeah. like your soul when you're in that position you yeah. know what i mean and we were kind of talking about this the other day of like I don't, from now on, like, I don't set these expectations when I have friends. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to be like, you're going to be in my wedding. Like, we're going to, mm-hmm. our kids are going to be friends. Like, we're going to, you know, live together in, like, 10 years. Like, no, I don't do that anymore because no one's guaranteed in your life. Yeah. And you can really only count on yourself and trust mm-hmm. yourself. Yeah. It sounds cynical, but I think it's, I it's think reality. it's, I think it's really beautiful, too. Yeah. I think it's so cool that, like, you get someone as amazing as yourself to, like, lean on. I think that's that's so cool. Yeah, and we have developed, like, a really healthy friendship. Like, we don't really talk about what we're going to do. We talk about, like, next year just because, like, that's coming up and we have to fill out some stuff. But we're not like, oh, (laughs) my gosh, Ellie, in five years, like, we're going to do this. Like, oh, my gosh, you're going to be in my wedding. Like, uh we're not doing that. We don't even go into that. Yeah, because it's just, like, I don't know. In my opinion, like, it's always been scary to, like, think about the future because in my, like, I've always been, like, the this way where mm-hmm. like it's like I never know what's guaranteed and what's not oh, yeah. and like it's so scary to me to put that much effort into mm-hmm. something and then have it like kind of crumble yep. and also I think it's so important to like it's so easy to think about the future but unless it's like something where it's like it's safety and wellness it's, thinking yeah. about the future and like setting boundaries Yeah. I think that it's so important to like live in the moment and be like I am in like what a time mm-hmm. to live in and it's so important to like be rooted in the yeah. present I'm like, never gonna live alone like this probably ever I'm gonna have roommates after college yeah. probably and then I'm gonna have a family like mm-hmm. I should really this you is know, appreciate this time, time. yeah I didn't and even think about it that I didn't way. I just thought yeah, that now I, I was like I'm never gonna live alone again probably unless I yeah I don't know I mean I but it's I really think I will yeah exactly I think it's just taking that time and kind of like realizing like I don't know just yeah. things that are I, I don't know gratitude I guess mm-hmm. no literally <laughs> it's comes full circle yeah and like with like the whole like expectations and friends thing like just for example I think I've talked about it with a couple friends of like oh like you're gonna be in my wedding like you're gonna meet my kids and I think even saying that to people I think I'm s- not stuck with but I'm I have two 
that I've said that to mm-hmm. and are still my friends. Yeah. So it's, and that also can just be sad, like saying that to people and then they're not in your life anymore. And then like it makes it you really upset. It adds a whole other level of like disappointment. Yeah. And you don't want that. So just yeah. don't even exactly. talk about it. What's healthy. And if that's healthy for you to like think Go about for that it. and you have people that you're close enough to where you know you can say that, then like obviously, yes, live your life. Yeah. But for but, me, I can't. Yeah. And that's like things like this episode with kind of like things that we kind of learned about ourselves and like it's kind of all maybe the there's like a little, little nugget of something that you can kind of take Mm -hmm. from our little anecdotes especially with like therapy and stuff because I think for me personally I think it's so important to be open about this stuff and I try to be very open with people like obviously uh, not like oversharing but like I think it's important to be like be know. real with people. It would be real with people and be like, I have therapy this afternoon. Because for a while I was like, oh, I have a doctor's appointment. And it's like, no, like that's not embarrassing. Yeah. And if people think it's embarrassing, then they're not for you. Yeah, exactly. And they're obviously Like you not- encouraged me to go back to therapy. I think this was last, was this last night? Or the night before? Night before. Night before, yeah. <laughs> and like you, you asked me straight up, you were like, have you thought about going back to therapy? And I was like, like, I really have it, but like maybe that'd be a good thing. And mm-hmm. I was like, I... I doesn't hurt to try and I did it today and it was really good and we talked for like two hours the other night just like about I don't even know how we got in that conversation but it was really good yeah I yeah it's especially important to be open like with your friends too about like where you're at so they can know what you're going through they can help you exactly I think it's so important to like tell the people that your support system exactly because I think you know I have my support system of like my family Ryan you I feel like are a big part of my support system Mm -hmm. um so it's important to have that. And that's also something I've learned in therapy yeah. too, is like having that support system is so important because they're people that you can, they're people that you can lean on outside of like the therapy and the medication. It's like social, like, cause we as humans are like social creatures. Yeah. So it's so important to have those like social interactions with people that you trust and people that you and can it's be people like, that you know will always with. have your back exactly. no matter what. Yeah. Exactly. I have my family, my sister, my Nana, you, my aunt, my uncle that are, exactly. that they're never going to go away. Exactly. Yeah. So You better not go away. <laughs> Girl, you best believe I'm not. <laughs> um, but yeah, you're stuck with me. <laughs> you're stuck with me. Sorry. <laughs> but we're also like open about like if like one of us is tired or like yeah, a long we'll be time, like, we're like, goodbye. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get out of I gotta, here. I gotta, I gotta yeah, leave. and there's no like, oh my gosh, no like, shame what's in going it. on. No. no, it's always just like, yeah, I mean, that's life. Yeah. It's boundaries. You need a long time? Okay, and that's it's fine. Great. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, again, like I said, hopefully you guys have taken at least, like, one little thing. I, you know, um, I think it's important to be raw and open, especially when we have, like, a... I mean... Vulnerability is... I feel like when you say... When when you say like platform, it's like we have a lot of but like, followers. But like, it no, is a platform. I think it's like some kind of platform, and it's like something that we are very passionate about. So yeah. I think it's important to be open and like raw and vulnerable like this. It's important. It's hard, but it's important. Like people and like just the world in general. I think we kind of lack empathy, and we uh-huh. lack like um, we lack like showing our flaws. And I think that's really Being important. Vulnerable. And that's something yeah. that we really try to do on here. So you guys like it and enjoy (laughs) and we hope you have a um great week coming up snowy stay safe if you have snow um yeah we'll see you next week yay